Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Why don't you come on out to the Hey Girls Americana Radio Show, hosted by Song River and Carol Pacey of Carol Pacey and the Honey Shakers. All coming to you live on KWOD Independent Internet Radio, broadcasting from the Ice House Tavern in Phoenix, Arizona. All sound recorded and mixed by Vintage Note Records. Come on out, check out the show, and then visit the website at blogtalkradio.com backslash KWOD radio. We'll see y'all out there. Hey, guess what? We're live. We're live out at Faircon. And Faircon, yeah, you know what? It's kind of concept. It's right next to Fear Farm. So, you know what? You should be able to remember that. Fear, just remember fear, because that's where we're at. <laughs> what a concept. Yeah, we're out here, and you know, it's it's kind of a bluster day, but you know, it's actually it's it's kind of nice. Yeah. Not ninety-one. Yeah. Think about that weather change, man. We're we're all tired. Of it. it is November first. It's time for the seventy-degree weather to be coming into good old Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, you hey, want hey. you. <laughs> guys are good guys. 
around 11. They've got free energy drinks down there. It'll keep the zombie away. Oh, yeah. Oh, there yeah. you go. There you go. Yeah, I'm, and I'm probably going to need to select a few of those later. Oh, is that one of those knockout? Yeah. Knockout is here. They got some...
I mean, you know, that's got to be a good 10 foot tall. I live in Apache Junction, uh, but we have folks all over from Phoenix, London. Okay. Oh, all that against you, though. Yeah, I haven't seen this program. Can't read off anything for you guys. Mostly, it's more important. Most of the films I know are actually on. Yeah. 
Yeah, we could get some of those uh, doze, doze over here. Yeah. D-O-Z-D. Do they have people that are playing Walking Dead, or they, I know they got some people actually were in the Walking Dead. They got. Uh, I saw uh, Theo Cranes down there. I think they've got about four or five of the Walking Dead actors down there. Um, not very exactly sure uh, who exactly are because uh, I follow the main characters, the main characters from the show. Hi, I said, go get those men. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. My wife wishes. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we've got... I'm tell you a virgin. <laughs> got a couple guys from the Department of Zombie Defense. You know, I have to say, that it's been pretty zombie-free so far. Because we're doing a tremendous job. My agents are the best. <laughs> I want to say. <laughs> That's what it is, man. We, we do the best job. We have the most highly trained individuals. We are the best. Everyone else just keeps kind of copying us. Well, there you go. So you guys been around here first, so yep. now tell me about your costumes. Costumes? We don't uniforms. We refer them to uniforms. Say yeah, uniforms. But our uniforms, uh, they're tack vests, and basically they're for all of our fighting gear that we have on us, such as the pistol holder, a way to hold our grenades, way to you know hold up all the zombies. Well, yeah, you got, you got it, paraphernalia so. stuff. You have to, you have yeah. to have all of it on you. But a little bit of it's an homage to some of the stuff that I have on me as props, like these uh, CS ones and the. Bouncing Betty here, sting ball. This yeah. is actual stuff when I was on the SWAT team in the prison uh-huh. that uh, I was hit with. So they kind of have a little, they hurt me at least once. Like, keep them on me as a reminder. There you go. There um, you were telling me about how you guys actually do classes. We do. Um, we actually do. Right now with the kids, we do a lot of airsoft because the weapons are very similar to the real deal. And we can teach them how to manipulate. And when they make a mistake, I get a, a sting in my leg and not a hole, which works out a lot better. <laughs> you know? But we are currently working on live fire range for adults, along also with uh, doing man down drills such as CPR and uh, first aid training. We do a little zombie right. twist with it, but by the time you leave, you actually get a CPR card. So, so you guys are really getting us prepared. Yeah, we're getting as many people prepared because the more people that are prepared, the less zombies are going to have to face. Violence, there's no 
got civil unrest or, or the economic downturn, you got riots and stuff. You got people that want to take your stuff. I have an author who writes about zombies, but it's not a zombie the way we were thinking zombies. It's talking about smart zombies where, you know, they created some kind of damn thing that takes down populations. Got a biological or Smart zombie would be careful just as typical because dumb ones are a lot easier to deal with. Yeah, because you can tell. Well, it's kind of like criminals. I'm in law enforcement for my real job, so it's kind of nice. The dumb criminals are way easier to deal with than the smart ones. <laughs> so it goes in the same manner. <laughs> Some of them got, you know, the eyes issue, you know, with the foot. That other one. Yeah, that one. That one. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, yeah. So. You know, you got some that, that do that, and then some of you just, you honestly can't tell. They're like politicians. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Politicians. Another word for scumbags. Another <laughs> <laughs> word for zombies. <laughs> but the, the big problem is, though, is, is people, we want to get prepared and learn. A lot of us get blinded by certain issues, like, this yeah. could never happen to me. Oh, call 911, right. but sometimes it takes police officers and all sometimes they get there. We want to kind of open your mind up and teach you to be more independent for yourself and stop being for lack of a better term, a sheeple. You mean that's making us all No, we don't want sheeple here. <laughs> we my motto is everything is a weapon. Yeah. And when it comes down to it, law enforcement, <laughs> public safety, park, firefighters, police, they're on a salary. You know, when it comes down to it, they're going to, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm pulling back to, to defend my thing. Yeah. Have you ever considered that how fast and wicked a book could actually fly through the air and hit somebody? Yeah. That'd be a nasty paper. Gun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I that one, that, that yeah. Would, that would Baron Twelve could actually take out a couple people. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I know, I know. Those I know fly the, really well when done right. And they're heavy. They're heavy. So you know, whack them one side of the head. And, and the good thing is, when you read more, you're more educated. But what happens? There you, is you put a lot of books around the ribcage, makes excellent knife protection. Yeah. Man, just trying to get through this one, man. Just trying to get through that Baron 12. Just trying to get through that Baron 12. I am good. But it's been awesome. So how are you guys doing today? Well, a couple of books, and we're, you know, we're on live now. So this is KWOD Radio, by the way. So KWOD Radio. Oh, cool, KWOD Radio. And let me give you a card so that way you know where this is going to be. And that has been always archived, so it's like... Well, sure you didn't get bit over there, did you? I don't like it. 
we'll have to check you guys out later and make sure that you're still, like, in our world, you know, right, after, right. after those knockouts. Guys, if there's anyone out there in Radio Land that wants to check us out, go to departmentofzombiedefense.com to get a chance to be in our comic books, and it's great. And we'd always like you to remember one thing. Remember, if it's dead, we'll kill it. There you go. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you guys have a good one. Oh, you guys, got great awesome. to see guys in, in uniform and yeah. doing their duty. Having, having a good time doing it. Yeah. And you know, I do feel safer because they are out here. Well, yeah, they look they, they like we've got their out together. They do. Yeah. They do. I, I like those weapons on them. But I remember I was talking to them earlier, and they did, they did actually offer real self-defense classes through their organization. And I really like that. I think it's a good idea. Well, it really, I think, validates what they're doing. Yeah, the bees are bees are like in a, cause probably a knockout stuff. Can you imagine a bee and knockout? Yeah, And they're going like fruity, and their eyes are really big, you know. Oh, <laughs> hey, here's one of our heavy metal friends right here. Oh, you, oh, you didn't tell me it was a banger. Okay. Oh my God, the banger. It's a live radio show. Really? Yeah, Patty. Hi, how you doing? Personalities. I'm sure you you look like one. (laughs) Indeed, entertainment correspondent. Entertainment correspondent. That's an interesting title. Yeah. And she's got to get her wedding dress in here. And now your your head is coming off. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, we got some really great, you know, Thing going on here. I, you know, I, I told the costume some, somewhere else, and they said it's not costume, this is a uniform. Yeah. So I never know what it is anymore, you know. So tell us about you know who you guys are. Yeah, uh, my name is Jaime Infuego, and I have this lovely vixen beside me. Her name is Brandy. Brandy. Yep, that's me. <laughs> now, Brandy is in an interesting. Well, obviously she's in a wedding, wedding dress and zombified. I am Tim Burton's corpse bride. Okay. Not a Smurfette. Not a Smurfette, and I made it myself. So not a Smurfette. Well, the Smurfy then. Okay. So wait, then you know, I, I, my favorite Smurfs are Dead Smurfs. Dead Smurfs, huh? Like yeah. The only good Smurfs are Dead Smurfs. Smurf. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. 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 So we're we're having a blast out here at the Phoenix Beer Con. At the beer farm in the West Valley, uh, we're representing something called Heavy Metal Television, which is basically a 24-7 streaming internet television station. It's free, which is the best part. we got to do the shameless plug stuff here. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's 40 years, almost a half century of heavy metal videos. So we'll play Led Zeppelin, Deep Purple, Black Sabbath, the stuff that sowed the seeds for the metal that came later. And we'll play hair metal like Motley Crue. We'll play thrash metal like Megadeth and Metallica. And lots of newer stuff as well. We also like to feature small unsigned bands as well. As long as the video is cool, we will always consider it for rotation. So, so. you guys got like four bands on there? Like, oh, yeah. Like with Temptation, Kid Flame. We're actually, it's funny you ask because we're actually doing, my, my favorite nation for metal is Sweden. And we are currently doing a giveaway for the newest Arch Enemy record. It's called War Eternal. We're doing a cross-promotion with Century Media Records based out of uh, California, but they also have offices in Europe and stuff because, you know, most of the best metal comes from Europe, in my opinion. Oh, there you go. Signing. Signing. Yes. 
got some it's got some blood marks on it. Sorry. Yeah, we're eternal, and uh, we're we're doing a uh, signed CD giveaway each day here over the course of the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. We have a booth all weekend. We'll be, you know, I see lots of similarities between metal and horror, which is one of the reasons why we're here. We go to the comic conventions. We yeah. go to the horror conventions. You know, um, both of those artistic mediums are about kind of getting a reaction out of people, kind of freaking them out a little bit. So. Well, you do kind of freak me out. Well, well I, I got the fangs in, so, you know. That's what that little little list is, guys. It's yeah. a, he's banger. He's a banger. Yep. So. A bang banger. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> so you heard it here. Now, where are you here at Beer Farm? Um, uh, well, we have a booth about halfway down. We are beside some friends of ours called The Horror Show, which is another uh, it's another project that I work with. We're basically a horror variety show. So, you know, that's the pollination. Crossing the streams, as the Ghostbusters would say, that we like to talk about. So, uh, yeah, the horror show, um, 666, we're on Twitter, uh, Facebook. It's it's a YouTube channel. We do comedic stuff. We do film reviews. So I'm actually here. Yeah. makeup tutorials. Yeah. So so myself, Jaime and Fuego, um, you can Google, find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that fun stuff. But, uh, yeah, we're out uh, enjoying the weekend, and we hope to see lots of lots of new amigos. So well, yeah, definitely lots of cool people on this side of town. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So tell us how you came with the outfit there. Um, well, I'm a big fan of Tim Burton, and last year I was Sally from the Nightmare Before Christmas, and so I just decided to follow suit and do Emily this year. And I spent about three weeks working on the gown, and makeup took about three hours, and I'm probably going to be blue for the next few days. So <laughs> should we blue literally for the next few days? Yeah. yeah. Not going away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a real good friend down here, a couple doors down, Mark Greenwald, who does body painting. Oh yeah. Yeah, I should talk to him because he probably help you get do some cool, even cooler stuff. He's really, really awesome. Right on. You should take a look and see what he does. He would do. He would do a photo shoot with you. you Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So go down. He does movies. He he does makeup for movies and things like that. So he's definitely a guy to know. Awesome. Excellent. Excellent. Always love to learn from somebody else. That's what the network is all about. Indeed. Radio. Yeah. Radio. Yeah. It's actually a a medium that's coming back a little bit now, which is cool. Yeah. Hi, so you know I have to get closer to her. I don't 
And if you if you give us the information about the about the Aristocats, when you if you when you send the information to the song, we'll go ahead and put it up along with the show information. This is what we're here about is, you know, community helping, networking, and, and just putting you guys out there because you guys are all interesting and you're cool. Okay. You're a cool lady. Nice to meet you. <laughs> now, we get, you know, it's such a cool array of people today. I can't, I can't believe the versatility we got going on. And song, she's busy just taking names and getting her on. What we got going on back here? I know one thing. I am getting hungry. We got some food. Okay. And then uh, we got Mark Green- Greenwald, our good friend, uh, Two Doors Down. He's got his artwork out. Two Doors Two or three. And we got lots of, lots of cool food. Foodie. We got Psychic Tales. We got uh, Past, Future, Past, Present, Future, Palm, and Cards, and Crystal Reading. If you're into that, uh, we got a template. We're looking at me like the entire freaking weekend. So, um, you know, if it, if it actually starts moving, I am going to have to kill it. So, actually, it does move in the wind, but I'm taking that as a passive thing yet. That, you know, he's coming down if that's if he even looks at me. <laughs> that werewolf bastard. <laughs> so, tell me, you know, we didn't get, did not get into. Yes, we're on. There you go. There you go. Like that. Um, so, Leprechaun. Yeah, something going on with Leprechaun. What can you tell us? Uh, the stuff that I can't tell you is that we've got uh, world-famous artist. Uh, Ken Kelly's going to be there. Uh, uh, he's very famous for quite a few things. Uh, if you're a fan of heavy metal music or hard rock, he did... Uh, he did the covers for uh, Rain- for Rainbow Rising on there. Uh, he did the he did the legendary covers for uh, Kiss's Love Gun album. I am I am such a fan of Kiss. And he's Destroyer. Uh, he's also the main artist for uh, a very fun band that's very popular with the SCA because of their style of music and plays. Man of War. They kind of play this like old school fashion like. Dark, uh, dark ages kind of heavy metal music. Oh, yeah. So they they've used him for almost every single album cover. Well, you know that's what bands do. Sometimes they find somebody they really love and and the work they love, and I think everybody's that way. And then they network it, and then they they say, you know what, I really want to do him again. Um, and he's kind of seen his his album covers. Awesome. His album covers. His album covers are some of the best things I've ever seen. But he doesn't just do album covers. I mean, there he catches. He's a little bit of everything. Do you know the? Uh, it's before my time, but uh, a lot of people growing up, they may have grown up with the Micronauts toys from Meglos. Well, he did all the concept design art, artwork for that. That just those seven, uh, those 
seven uh, pictures they did just sold an auction last year for slightly over seven hundred thousand dollars. Wow, wow. And I know that um something about I heard something about Harp Sisters. Oh, not the Harp Sisters, the Harp Twins. Twins. Well see they doing the freaky twins thing. Did you see the the picture I put up? Uh no. Okay. They they actually if you look them up online guys, um they do all there's different costumes from all the different movies. And one was the you know, two sisters at the end of the hallway and the famous scene from what movie? The Shining? Yes. Bing 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 bing. He's the winner. The Shining. And so if they do the freaky twin thing, to me that's like the ultimate freaky twin thing is from The Shining. Oh yeah. The, Sh- the Shining that that they're kind of creepy. There's other they keep trying to re they keep trying to redo that thing for all these other films and I keep on having to try to uh getting other films coming to my head, but I figure that's probably what you're talking about. Yeah, well, yeah, they do, but the, obviously the original to me was from The Shining. Oh yeah. The Shining's a fantastic uh film. Yeah. And of course it is just something that we it's a cult classic. Oh, it's off the and what makes it saying popular right now is maybe the film would have been forgotten, but Got Stanley Kubrick's name to that film. Yeah, and you know he's he's really good at the creepy stuff. Oh, <laughs> Clockwork. I mean Clockwork Orange. I oh, I I still I still have a hard time trying to watch that, even though I love watching it. Uh, funny story about that. Uh, my boyfriend, who became my husband, that was our first date to Clockwork Orange. I'm guessing that's I'm guessing that's why it didn't last. No, it actually lasted 22 years. I figured anybody that freaky would actually, you know, take take me on a date to see Clockwork Orange first. It's got to be either demented or something. So, you know, I had to find out. Oh no, I think it's kind of like the Doctor. I think it's kind of like the Doctor Who factor. Oh well, yeah, Doctor Who would probably do that. Well, the where the grandmas make their make the young kids watch it, and they're going to jump up and hug the grandma because they're being too scared. Ah, well, that, that's true. That's true. That, ah, yeah. Actually, I had a guy, I couldn't think of it, I had a guy take me to see Alien at a drive-in theater. It's probably the same thing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I saw yeah, yeah. I saw a good movie about Alien recently, uh, something called Jodorowsky's uh, Dune. Like, all these guys that were working on Jodorowsky's Dune, a failed version of Dune ahead of time, they ended up working, end up working on Dune or Alien afterwards. All the concept art that was for that Dune movie, or actually end up inside Alien, everything. Great, uh, great movie if you ever get a chance to watch it. Good wow. Well, you know a lot about the old movies and some, you know, really, I mean, you know, vintage stuff, and and also obviously stuff that is, you know, classics. I like a lot of films that are from, I would say. I'd say, I'd say from about uh, ten years before I'm born, and and uh, and up. Uh, but before that, there are some films I really. Still like. pretty young guy, by the way. So, so you're talking about nineteen, about we'll just say mid 1960s to now. That's what I consider to be the classic kind of era, era upwards up to about the 80s. Wow, and that is awesome that you know you can. You can go back and, and read, and I happen to know that, that, based on what you told me, that you have a freaking awesome display of movies at home. Oh, my display of movies? 
Uh, I could probably watch nonstop in my collection. One, I could probably, one movie nonstop, and it would probably take me two to three years to go through my entire movie collection. That's a lot of movies, Uncle Ed. That's a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I tell people, yes, you want to find out some movies. I mean, you want to ask him about movies, you should ask him like that because, you know, he, he probably has them. Uh, I've got the nickname The Walking Talk Encyclopedia. Ah, and I believe it. Entertainment. Entertainment. But, I mean, just look at who you got down here. Look at who we got down here for today. We've got Oliver Robbins, Scrum Up, Poltergeist. Talk about a movie. Scary movie. I, sh- I always fall asleep with my TV on. I really shouldn't be, because that movie scares me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's, and and that was probably the first time I've ever seen something. You know, because I, I was like, why is anybody scared of clowns? You know. And then I saw that movie. And, oh my God. Now, okay, now I understand why. We should be. John Wayne Gacy was a clown in real life. I don't even want to go into that. <laughs> So what are you doing out here today? I'm out here to uh, promote Leprechaun today. Just help, help them sell membership for their upcoming con June 25th through 28th at the uh, uh, NBC Suites uh, north on I-17, your I-17 in Greenway. A really good deal they got going out there. To, if you're going out to get a hotel room out, good free hot breakfast. Happy hour is free out there. I've been to happy hours over there at the NBC. They are killers. If I drink, I'd be able to tell you, so I'd have to take your word there, Patty. <laughs> I have done some happy hours out there, man. And, yeah, they're definitely worth going to and definitely worth getting your getting your groove on and, and keeping a room there because, you know, afterwards you're going to have to do some resting. Well, yeah. well, if you use happy hour to your full advantage out there, your room could pay for each room that could pay for itself. Yeah. Uh, I happen to know a couple of authors actually do some heavy drinking. Oh, I know a few. <laughs> no, think yeah, we gotta get him out there. Channel or what? what? Well, hey, we just got into it, so you know. I, yeah, it is Mark Greenwald. He's been like, you know, pointing over our direction, and I don't know what his deal is. Well, he wants to talk. He wants to talk with you. Oh, he wants to talk to me? Yeah, I was bringing him up, so I ran down to his booth, and he brought you the. Next American Idol. Next. I know, I know. I'm the cutest little girl. You know, Mark Greenwald has got so much going on. I now know. Yeah, because you know he's got big yeah. ears, apparently. He does not. Yeah. Sports, cars, just writing. He does well, He he does a piano. He does painting. I know. Like my goodness. He doesn't do painting. You know, he does painting, but he no, he does he does regular painting, but he also does body painting. Yeah, I know. And you know, he's he does children's of all trades. Hey, oh, hi. Hi, Mark. What's up? Can you hear me? Out there? Can you guys hear me? Not again. Come back here, Mark. Yeah, you hear me out, Mark. You know. Grab my chair. I'm giving it up to you. All right. I'm pulling it apart. He's giving up. Giving it up. Well, I don't mind if I do. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Hey. We're live. Radio. We're streaming this time. All right. Hello, everybody out there. It's been a long time. No see. How you been? Amazing technology thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Look at that to the ground. So, I see you. Well, I saw you. What's your look still? We, uh, where, where's that? We, we were doing, you were doing music. 
Oh, yeah. the music. Yeah, that was the music. That was uh, Leprechaun, right? No, that's Were you wearing your leopard pants? Hey, girl. Pants with that? Hey, girl. Show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Were you wearing your leopard pants? I'm everywhere. Oh, I know. You know what? I lost all my 80s clothes. I know, because I am. Uh, oh. Most of them. Most of them. You got sent to Goodwill at one point. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, I, I still have a few of them. I still have a few of them. Okay, so Thank you. so tell us about what kind of makeup you do. Uh, I do special effects makeup. I do huh? a lot of gags, disembowelment, uh, decapitation. I do uh, blisters, burns, peels. Uh, currently, I'm working at uh, Rob Zombie's uh, Great American Nightmare. Just looking at it, or apparently, actually being a part of it. You know, it's always the guys in the back that know all the cool stuff. You know, like Mark Denny. And he's done a few movies himself. Matter of fact, uh, just last weekend I was working on a movie called Woman of the Mountain. Uh, it's a, they call it a capstone film from Scottsdale Community College, so that was awesome. I got to do some body painting. Can't show it, unfortunately. That's under wraps. But uh, before that, I just did a, you know, got to go to L.A., and did an actual feature film out there called Dysfunction. Um, really cool. Can't wait for people to see that one. But it's uh, it's invisible, glow-in-the-dark paint. So uh, the DJ's wearing, um, basically she's wearing a bustier that's painted on actually also, but she's painted as a skull when the black light hits her. So yeah, awesome. that's going to be wicked. Yeah. Pretty awesome. <laughs> any, actors that we, any actors that we might know on that film? There, um, there are uh, there's a guy named, I think, Gary Bednob that was in Four-Year-Old Virgin and uh, a couple other movies. Um, then there was, uh, oh, man, I should know the name, but um, uh, she's coming close to me. He was the uh, Napoleon Dynamite. He was uh, um, one of the friends. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, was he the friend or was he the uncle? Friend. Okay, because okay, I met the uncle. Oh, yeah. So anyhow, those two are in there. There's a... Uh, there's, uh, a lot of uh, I would call B-list actors in it, but um, should be fun. Kind of look forward to that. It's it's the the wrap as far as filming, so it's post production. I don't know that I've heard of it yet. They had a big um, party for it in L.A. that um, had a bunch of celebrities come out for for the uh, rap party. Oh, you got him up there, Pedro. Pedro. Yeah, I got, I got, I got, uh, I got a little bit hey, of. That's a really good job there you did with that yeah. makeup. Yeah. Yeah, 
Lisa, she's uh, she's the one that actually did the modeling on the Mystique body painting I did at the Phoenix Art Museum this summer. So she did. Uh, she actually makeup artist too that did the prosthetics on her own self, and then I did the face prosthetics. I heard that you want to come out to Leprechaun and do something. I got an idea for Leprechaun. I haven't kind of unveiled it to too many people, but uh, it would be really cool if I could do it. It's. Uh, I won't give away all the details, but I'm thinking about it. And I can't say I'm going to do this yet, because i still got to see if it's feasibly possible. But recreate a Kiss album cover live. Oh, my God. That would be so awesome. Yeah. And I won't say which one, but it starts with love and ends with gun. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that means it's great, because uh, everybody will find out about it. The clowns are the best one. <laughs> the clowns? 
know if I'm like fat, you know, the tongue is big as Dean Simmons. I gotta eat. Totally freaking me out, man. Yeah. Doing the crazy thing. We have a party. That's right. Hey, I gotta leave. So I want one last plug. Well, this out now that you're here. Oh, wow, everybody's, everybody's talking, so it's kind of fun. So Hal's here, and I was going to do a plug to talk about Hal's got the shorts program going on tomorrow at 4 o'clock. So if you get a chance, go to the shorts programming and see Helsing. It's a movie I did some of the body painting in. Um, Helsing is the name of it, and it's in the shorts program at 4 o'clock. There we go. So you guys got your first thing.
So it's a psychological thriller about bad things that happen when you don't take your necessary medications. And to, oh, oh yeah, I had an act like that. Twist, yeah. <laughs> it was I awesome. lived that. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun to work on. Crystal Carmen was great to work with. I'm, I need to let her know that. Christy loves you. He does. <laughs> so what are you doing today over here? Uh, like I said, came in, uh, see what's going on, and uh, wanted to meet Ken Foray, Fred Williamson, my friend Tiffany Shepard is here. I worked with her a couple of times. I, I believe she, I don't know if she's here today, but I know she is here this weekend. Worked with her on Dennis for Matchmaker in a movie we shot about four years ago called Promise. Oh, wow. About early Mormons. And, well, they're modern day, but they hold on to the old okay. school and they're they're twisted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're kind of like a, a you know a get together. Do people that you've already you've already worked with before? Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize I was going to see so many familiar faces up here, but I guess I should have, considering this is our circle. You know, our this is your horror circle. The horror circle. Yeah. There is the guy selling hot dogs with his intestine hanging out. Yeah, I, yeah. And there is nobody in line over there. <laughs> Gee, I wonder. No, gee, I wonder. Gee, I wonder. He pulls them right out, right? <laughs> how long do you want? How, how long do you want one? <laughs> yeah. long? Well, that's going to be a lot, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you can find Girl in Woods, the Christmas Carpenter movie on Facebook, as well as myself. Girl in Woods? Girl in Woods. Directed by Jeremy Edson. Just to get you in trouble, what was your favorite movie that you've worked on? Oh, my favorite one? And why? My favorite one? I've been doing this for seven years. Um, so, I think my favorite one was probably, it would probably have to be Promise. Yeah, that was, it really challenged me. And it was with uh, Girl in Woods. Yeah, so there, that one had a lot of effects that challenged me. I had a guy who got shot in the head, and I had a, I had a timed him with the actor, and the gunshot wound, or the gunshot effect to uh, pull it all off. We only had two takes because we were on a ten-day shoot, <laughs> very, very independent, low budget. But uh, I've been, met some really cool people. That's where I met Tiffany Shepard for the first time as well. Oh, there you go. See, that's, that's what happens when you go out and do one thing, and you find out. Network. That's what it's all about. That's what you're doing here, right? That's right. That's right. I'm going to let everyone know that I, I am still alive. <laughs> I guess the rumors on the, yeah, yeah. I guess the rumors that he's actually still alive. I I think that, yeah, yeah. yeah. They have, they I, he doesn't look like a zombie yet. Yeah, they, they never see me in person. They just see uh, my Facebook page is very active and I'm always posting something new. So I guess it's good that I'm always working as well.
had a wee time with uh, the gun coming up to my chin. And yeah, that's not something you want to do twice. No, but it was great, though, because we did it actually in my driveway at my house. We just put screens up all around, and the entire neighborhood came out to see what was going on. And there was blood all over the driveway and brain pieces. The next morning, all the kids came walking by, and, you know, I was looking out through my window, and, it, and the one kid's like, yeah, he was down on the ground. He can't hear, but you know what he's talking about. And he's like, he was down on the ground, pulled the trigger, brains, blood. Yeah, it's great. Stay in the driveway. Storytelling. So it was pretty popular yeah. in my neighborhood. <laughs> and I'm sure the cops are around. are probably going to have to keep an eye on this guy. <laughs> I think they're going, this guy around, we're not worried about crime. <laughs> that's true. That's true. He, he'd take care of it. He'd take care of it. I, you know, the thing is, I think that I have a theory on horror. Uh, people who write horror, people who actually produce horror, they are the most sane people because they get it all out of them. You know, get get the anger and whatever their issues, and get it on film or get it in their books. And they're the nicest people I know. That's why they're smiling. They're crazy, and they they have found the outlet. They're they're most even keel people I've ever met.
<laughs> oh, what's that? Joe, so nice to meet you. Yeah, it's nice to meet you, too. It's unfortunate you have to head out. Yeah. I've got some actors that are, we're actually, it's our final day, so we're having a big buffet up there. All the actors and all the crew are getting together. And, uh, Sorry, Mike. 
won't be able to make that. <laughs> you warned you. I've got scares to make happen. So, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm a, they want to do some really kind of cool, like, early Marilyn Manson corn kind of stuff with prosthetics. And I'm going to do that for them. Album cover. Yeah. Okay. Because I, you know, honestly, I think they should have started this a year or two ago when they knew the, the, you know, the <laughs> transportation was going to go straight through the middle town. I just had a this brain. brain. The thing is, so you can't you can't market bringing businesses in when you're getting ready to tear up the streets. Everybody's going to go, yeah, right. I'm not coming in. Let me see what you got when you're done. 
talking about whore here.
<laughs> Thank you. So, I'm trying to look to see how much time we have here. Live thing, I can't take my phone in Song we're ever taking over for Patty Holstrom Why she goes and takes a break and walks around, stretches her legs. This has been KY Radio. It is a Saturday afternoon, November 1st, and we are out at Phoenix Fear Con. I'm sitting here with Michael Fett, who just said he's going to be right back because he had to go get his Dr. Pepper adjusted and refilled. And I'm also sitting here with Australian artist David Terrace. And uh, he won't talk to us, but I will tell you a little bit about David Terrace. He's a very quiet kind of artist. Um, he does a lot of uh, apocalyptic-type artwork in his paintings, and um, he is from Australia. And actually, he is my husband, and he's sitting next to me, but he won't talk to us because that's just who he is. And we're okay with that, aren't we? <laughs> the Phoenix Con has been nice today. Um, it's nice outside. It's been a little overcast. We had a little bit of rain earlier. Um, we've had quite a few people actually come through, haven't we, Patty? Um, and it's been busy. It's been a, a kind of nice constant flow since about 1 o'clock. And um, on one end, they've got the, uh, all the food um, set up. They've got uh, uh, they've got uh, this big barbecue pit that's down there at the other end that uh, has turkey legs about the size of a dinosaur thigh. And uh, a pile of fries. It uh, looks like it's about what, ten pounds? Ten pounds of fries? Would you say, Dave? It looks like about ten pounds of fries there. And then there's a dude that's right next to us selling hot dogs that has his intestines um, showing from the front, and we were wondering if that was how he measured them off. But um, I, I don't know how their sales have been because of that either. <laughs> so, um, they've got Mexican food. They've got a funnel cakes, cold drinks, slushies, and popcorn. Um, they even have a psychic reader out here, but the question is, is why do they need to advertise if they already know I'm coming? Um, DOZD is out here. Uh, the hearses are out here. Heavy metal televisions out here. Knockout drinks are out here. Um, Umbrella Corporation. Hey, Mike, name off some of the other ones for me. Um, well, I saw AZ Cardiff down there. I saw uh, at least I'm bad with names for Theo Crane from uh, Walking Dead. They at least have four other actors down there. Because they, they have the Walking Dead cosplayers here, right? Actually, actors. And actors, Actors yeah. from the show. Okay. You've got uh, Mark Torgel from The Toxic Avenger. You'll never be the same after you watch a trauma film. I was traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. Bada boom. <laughs> uh, you have uh, Ken Frey from uh, Dawn, Dawn of the Dead. Oliver Robbins from Poltergeist, uh, Jennifer Lynn Warren, a uh, couple of guys from the Ghost, uh, Ghost Hunter shows are down there. Oh, yeah, that's right. We've seen them down there. I saw, I saw Hal Estelle down there with, with the booth. I'm not sure exactly what his, his booth is. And he's down there with his wife, Dee. Dee. They're all set up. Uh, I see a lot of toys. I see a lot of toy vendors out here that's got some really awesome looking toys. Godzilla's trying to stare me down right now. 
somehow you know the right you know the right people and you can make a music video that uh, does really does really well. But I guess music videos are kind of dying. Yeah. But they're not something MTV isn't just something that's producing and making the videos like they used to. You know. All MTV cares about MTV cares about is Jersey Shore. Yeah, it's become the reality show capital of the TV world. Oh, as I understand it, um, Phoenix FearCon does has been doing these in different locations. So um, this is the first year they've done it here with the the um, Fear Fear Farm, correct? I believe it's the first year I heard. This is the first time I actually came out to Phoenix. Oh, okay. I've for a while, and it's just my. Uh, I'm so busy with college schoolwork and being full full time uh, employee of a high school, the Phoenix Sun, and ASU. You've got a lot on your plate. It's it's quite uh, quite quite oh. busy. Have to for one job have to answer to three different organizations. Yeah. Like where do you fit it, another thing in? <laughs> that's that's exactly where it comes from. So. Well, we can always make up a new orphan. Oh yeah. Yes. We need cloning. Anybody come up with that one yet? <laughs> uh, well, at Phoenix FearCon, we'll be going on all day today till midnight, and then also tomorrow, Sunday, they start at noon, and they're going to go till midnight tomorrow night as well. And um, get on out here. Uh, you can um, go online on the uh, on the website and on Facebook, and you can look up ticket prices look up the address, you can look up who the guests are going to be, and um, it's and you can bring the family out. It's it's family friendly. It, it, it's, not, um, it's not something you're going to be like, oh, you know, the three-year-old can come out here during the day. Now, of course, Fear Farm, you're going to have to judge that one on your on yourself um, and what they can handle, but out here today, it's been it's been really nice, and we've been seeing a lot of families come through here. I've seen a lot of families. Uh, I can actually tell you. I've seen some really interesting stuff. Not even more related. If you're a book, come in, go to, come in, go up to Fred Williamson. He actually has a Super Bowl. He played on the Kansas City Chiefs during Super Bowl One, so he actually has a Super Bowl One ring on his hand. Pretty cool. It was. Yeah. You can come and talk football. <laughs> well, we talked football for a few moments. So I, actually, um, we just got done with the series. And uh, who are you? Who are you rooting for? For which series? So the last series was um, someone by the name of Sanders who walked away. San Francisco. Which series? Which series? Is it, what's the news? The football series, baseball series. Who is it up? Oh, baseball. Baseball. Oh, uh, baseball is one of those teams where. Baseball is not really too much of my thing. The average age of a person watching baseball is 55 years old, 55 or older. So baseball has taken a decline of interest in America, you think? Well, who wants to sit sit and watch eight inactive players on the field <laughs> and watch one throw a ball and sit for average game five hours? Except those would be fighting words with some people who are baseball fans. Are you more of a football fan than aren't you? I am more of a more of a uh, UFC first, ultimate fighting, then it's, then it's football. Football's fun, knock each other out, have fun, have fun with. Now, which cons are, are you all been associated with since you started doing them? What have all the ones you've been associated? With? 
Uh, I've been associated with quite a quite a few cops around here. Uh, Copper Con, which I'm not quite sure what what turned. I think they turned to Phantasm last year. Uh, Leprechaun. Uh, been associated with Phoenix Comic Con. I have I have gone to. Luckily, thanks to a very nice guy, I can't say enough nice things about uh, uh, Jimmy J from Amazing Arizona. Very nice guy. He run uh, Amazing Arizona. He allowed me to go to the dealer's room and get stuff for a charity auction for a later event. Started the screenings and I uh, applied for 
people, uh, most of the cons uh, in Phoenix, uh, we provide some stuff to Tuscan, which is this weekend as well. Right. But we do Phoenix Comic Con, uh -huh. the Phoenix Fan Fest, which is coming up in um, mid-December. Uh, first time at Fearcom, we're doing our panel, first time. Uh -huh. so it's funny. That's, that's terrific. Yeah. Now, um, when you go to a movie nowadays, and do you actually go in into a regular movie theater, pay the full price, and sit down, get your popcorn and your soda? Not a, no, as much as I can avoid, I do. Yeah. I see a lot of screens here. Plus, I know somebody that works at Harvard who helps out a few times. Yeah. Now, are you still, though, a, let me rephrase this, are you still, are you one of the people that still enjoys the whole movie experience, or have you become one of the people that would prefer to wait for it to come out and you watch it in the comfort of your own home. No, I don't. I don't have time at home. I see almost all my movies, virtually all of them at the theater. Mostly ahead of time. And it is something that you still really enjoy. Absolutely. The whole, about everything. Yeah. The whole package and every every part of it. Yeah, an interesting movie I just saw this week was the new Stephen Hawking movie. Those who heard about it. Not a horror movie, but it's about the life of Stephen Hawking from when he developed the disease. It was a good movie. So just, uh, his uh, personal life and his school life. You think it um, it helps shed a lot of light on? Because to me, he's always seemed kind of removed, almost mystique in a way. Did it shed a lot of light to, to bring the audience into maybe really knowing who he is as a person? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he was a private person who did what I showed him to see. So that kind of eventually came out of jail. As a kid growing up, did you have a favorite movie? Uh, as a kid, was not so much as a kid, it's Blazing Saddles. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is a movie, of course, they never make no. ever again. It, That's why I like you it. You couldn't make it today. Never would make such a movie. It insulted everybody. Yes. There Mel was Brooks nobody, was a genius. Mel, Mel Brooks, there's nobody safe under Mel Brooks. Everybody's a piece of the pie. And that is a, as a scary movie, of course, on TV was Forbidden Planet. Ah, uh, yeah. That was my favorite scary yeah. movie where I oh when I was home alone, uh, babysitting myself. Uh, yeah, it was pretty scary. Watching those big needles in the power plant. <laughs> over, over time, in the horror industry, what are some of the things you've noticed that have changed in, in the horror film industry? I think they're getting more uh, more bloody, I think, because everybody wants that. Everybody's used to it. Obviously, the, the, what, what is today... PG would have been R, you know, 20 years ago, so I think people are getting used to it. There's, there's one coming up, which I'm not showing the trailer for, I forgot what it is, the ABCs of Death, yeah. That's where they have 26 different ways to kill, and even the trailer was too much for me. I mean, I could watch it, but I didn't want to show it in case I had any young kids in there. It was pretty bad. I mean, we love, we're going to love the movie. It's probably unrated, I would imagine. When you... When you say there's there's more blood, um, is it more of a, more, more, more graphic violence? And is is it because of the CG the CG era that we've entered, or do you think it's because it's because we as a society need more shock because we are we I don't know what's the word I'm looking for? Because of video games, yes, everybody's used to well, all this stuff. Plus, of course, the CG now they rely a little bit too much on. And not enough on that's as I am. My favorite Star Trek is the original TV series because there the story was everything. And you, as a kid, you, of course, you'd watch it. Now the kids of today watch it and say, oh, that's all fake. They yeah. don't even bother. But yet the stories, 
the so the desensitization, the de- being, yeah. being desensitized, excuse me, has in a way affected our movie watching and what the filmmakers are making. I would say so. And I guess they rely a little bit on CG a lot, yeah. which is cool, nice. Like Ender's Game is fantastic CG-wise. Uh-huh. a good story. You think it'll swing back and kind of balance itself out here eventually? No. No? We're going to keep going the same direction? People love this little gore and violence. I mean, what's still? What, what is a new media show? The gore and violence. Leads it leads. Well, the same in the movie girl. Yeah. I mean, uh, those who are really interested in films, I'd recommend you go to the Phoenix Film Festival, which is in April. There right. you see a lot of indie films where the story is everything. The budget of the film could be $250,000 as opposed to $250 million for a Hollywood movie. And yet some of those movies are better than Hollywood because the story is so great. That's true. And I believe there's one more Resident Evil coming out. supposed to be the final one. When, when are they projecting that? Next year or the year
Sheldon over on the other side over there. Uh, you're also standing right next to the Umbrella Corp. Hold on just one second. So I'm talking with the, uh, looking at the uh, Umbrella Corp. Hopefully we might be able to get one of their representatives over here. Uh, so. Nope, I guess they're a little scared to come over here. I guess we kind of, uh, I guess we kind of scared the Umbrella Corporation. They're afraid to talk to us. But uh, there's a lot of fun stuff going on around here. You got, you've got very nice day to be out here. Nice weather. You know, not too hot, not too cold. Perfect day out. Just make sure to put on sunscreen before you come out here. Well, you can borrow, you can borrow some of mine. But uh, there's a lot of cool stuff out here today. Well, I was, uh, to be honest, when I first walked in here, I was scared when I saw the layout of the place. I did not know how well this was going to work. But, but I feel, but I feel like I'm at, but I feel like right now I'm at the fair. I mean, I feel like this is, I'm back at the fair, back in my childhood, hanging out, hanging out with like my uncle or my aunt, because they, yeah. uncle was the head of the fair for one of the places that I, growing up, counties, and, and just, it's a great day to be out here. Hey, and speaking of which, our illustrious leader's walking back here. And look, the illustrious leader returns. And here we go, back to the illustrious leader, Patty. Hey, 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 guess what? I, I went to the retreat. He was right next to the hamburger stand. <laughs> so what you're telling me is not that you can get a hamburger. <laughs> well, he's not there. <laughs> I think he didn't look very happy about being where he was either. <laughs> I know I wouldn't be. I got myself a free knockout. Decided against a monkey punch. Decided this goes for a straight punch. You know, I'm going to have to run a battery in the red. They have tested against you to make sure that you're all right to go back to work now because okay, you got well, knocked out. Oh yeah, I know. Never know. You have, but you know, with your media, you're going to get what you're going to get. Oh, fun, fun, fun out. Yeah. So are we still on live? We're almost at the end, aren't we? We're near the end. Hey, Song, can I check on it?
Patty. You staying overnight out here in the farm? No way, no. Not with him. Not with my buddy, old free buddy over there. Because if we don't have electricity quite yet. Gas ready to go.
not usually. But, yeah, well, give or take someone. I have people say on the dot. The only ones I know that are on the dot are preachers and teachers. Oh, there it is. <laughs> 